Welcome to the Friends of Israel today. I'm Steve Conover, and with me is our host and teacher, Chris Katolka. We have an exciting show for you today, but before Chris comes, I'd like to remind you once again to visit our website, foiradio.org. We have over five years worth of programming on our site for you to listen to. And I also invite you when you're there to browse around, enjoy the content we offer on our main ministry webpage. There you will find trustworthy and accurate news on Israel and the Middle East. And you can support our ministry by clicking on the donate button to help us continue teaching biblical truth about Israel and the Jewish people. Again, that's foiradio.org. Steve, the Christmas season is upon us. And you know what I love about Friends of Israel and our Israel My Glory magazine is that I know when that November, December issue comes out, it's a bi-monthly magazine, it's our Christmas issue. We love to focus on elements of the birth of Christ, the Messiah. And um, for this particular issue, uh, it's called They Shall Call His Name Emmanuel. So this whole episode today is about our most recent issue of Israel My Glory, our Christmas issue. And we're going to have uh, one of the writers, Bruce Scott, our program ministries director here at Friends of Israel, talking about his recent article in here called Emmanuel Forever. I really think it's going to open people's minds and hearts to what God meant when he said his name shall be called Emmanuel. So I hope people stick around to listen to that. Now, we want to say a big heartfelt thank you to those of you that responded to our Giving Tuesday campaign that we had for our Hanukkah baskets. Now, you might be wondering what's going on, but our Giving Tuesday campaign was all about our Hanukkah basket ministry. We we wrap up special baskets that are full of Israeli goods, and we take them to our Jewish friends. We knock on their doors, and we say, Happy Hanukkah. They love it. It's a great way to build bridges and to bring hope to our Jewish friends this holiday season. And you know what? You responded. Uh, because of your kind giving, we raised nearly 22 thousand dollars this year to help continue our Hanukkah basket ministry. Thank you so much. This is a great outreach to the Jewish people, especially during this COVID season. So we want to say a big heartfelt thank you and thank you for listening. In the news, Iran vowed revenge for the assassination of its top nuclear scientist last month. The Islamic Republic was quick to blame Israel, raising the threat of a new confrontation between Tehran and the West. Iran's parliament approved a bill suspending U.N. inspections of its nuclear facilities and required the government to boost its uranium enrichment if European countries connected to the Iran nuclear deal do not provide financial relief from oil and banking sanctions. Steve, the Iran deal from five years ago, it's just proved to be an absolute disaster. It's an absolute mess. You know, when, when you see what happens here, you can see that Iran never planned to unwind their nuclear aspirations. The, the death of Mosef Fakhrizadeh is proof, actually. I- Israeli intelligence has kept a close eye on him for many years, and Fakhrizadeh's goal was to reduce the size of Iran's nuclear warhead to actually fit them on long-range cruise missiles that could actually go as far as Europe. Uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, uh, about two years ago, actually called out Fakhrizadeh and, and, and noted him as a lead official on continuing Iran's nuclear aspirations. So honestly, it's a good thing that he's no longer in charge. I'm excited to have our program ministries director of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry, Bruce Scott, on the line with us. We're looking at our most recent issue of Israel, My Glory, uh, our Christmas issue which is titled, They Shall Call His Name Emmanuel. Bruce, great to have you on the program, my friend. Thank you, Chris. It's good to be with you. Bruce, you wrote one of the articles in Israel My Glory for the Christmas issue 
uh, the, the, the article title is Emmanuel Forever. Now, before we get to that, uh, you are the program ministries director. So uh, you oversee the, some of the programs that go on out of our, out of our um, North American ministries department. Um, one of them is something I love that's near and dear to my heart. And that's our Israeli volunteer ministry that we have where we take young adults and adults over to Israel to serve at a local hospital in Israel called Kaplan Medical Center. It's a it's really a, a great opportunity to minister to the Israeli people. You head that up. It's called Origins in Hesed. Can you share with us with the COVID season briefly uh, what's going on with Origins in Hesed right now? Yes. Well, uh, unfortunately for this year, uh, the coronavirus uh, hit us hard. Uh, we actually had our Hesed team in Israel back in March. We had to cut that short because the coronavirus is just really breaking out at that time. And then we had to cancel completely our Origins uh, 2020 uh, trip. So everyone was disappointed with that, but we had to do that for, for safety. Um, but we're looking forward to 2021. Again, unfortunately, we've had to cancel our Hesed 2021 trip. But we are looking forward to, uh, Lord willing, to having our Origins 2021 trip. Uh, you know, by then, you know, perhaps we'll have all the vaccinations and, and uh, everything will be opened up. So we're looking forward to that. I'm going to be praying to that end, Bruce. I know how important Origins and Hesed are for the Friends of Israel. A great opportunity for Americans and Canadians of all ages uh, through those two different programs to go to Israel and to serve the Israeli people. Um, it's such an amazing ministry, something I was a part of for nearly a decade, and uh, it's near and dear to my heart. So um, I'm going to be praying for you and that the, that the things will reopen soon for both the United States and Israel. But I want to focus in now on your article, Emmanuel Forever. And uh, before we move into the article, can you describe or explain uh, what is Emmanuel? How did Jesus become associated with the name Emmanuel? Yes, uh, Emmanuel comes from a prophecy regarding the Messiah uh, back in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, uh, where the Bible says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. Uh, Emmanuel in Hebrew uh, literally means with us is God or God with us. And you see that prophecy being fulfilled uh, with the Lord Jesus in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, when the angel uh, Gabriel uh, has spoken to Joseph and saying, you know, take Mary as your wife, uh, because uh, this is the, uh, the Son of God, this is the promised Messiah, the Son of David. And Matthew has this commentary where he says, no, all this took place that what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet might be fulfilled, saying, and then he quotes Isaiah 7:14, they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. So Jesus, as the promised Messiah, Jesus was his personal name, but as the promised Messiah, he had lots of uh, titles. And one of those was this, Emmanuel, God is with us. And, and you know, you, I, I love what you do in the article because you kind of stretch out this concept of Emmanuel. Like uh, you don't just associate it if in the very beginning, you know, with Jesus. You actually kind of go back to the fact that you say that Adam and Eve themselves experienced Emmanuel. 
Can you explain a little further the ramifications of Adam and Eve's sin and the effect that it had on this Emmanuel experience? Well, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve had a perfect relationship with God. Uh, Prior to their sin, prior to the fall, there was nothing hindering them from this intimate relationship with God. God always intended for human beings to have an intimate relationship with him, where God's presence would not just be uh, for the purpose of God helping us and being on our side when we're in trouble, all of those things. But God's presence was for the purpose of relationship. Even within the Godhead, there is this intimate relationship between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when God created human beings, God's intention from the very beginning was to have that intimate relationship by his presence being with them. So they had nothing hindering them. And then when they chose to disobey, that relationship was broken. And, you know, as you read the scriptures, you see that God cast them out of the garden. And that was really symbolic of casting them from his presence. That's the effect of sin. It, it separates us from God. And so Adam, Eve, and all their descendants, including us, ever since that time, we have been born in our natural state, separated from God. We don't have his presence in our lives. God is, it's true, God is omnipresent. He's, he's present everywhere, but I'm speaking in terms of his personal presence with us. We don't have that until we're born again. And then that relationship is restored. So the impact on what happened to Adam and Eve, obviously, you know, has, has been uh, uh, tremendous throughout history and, and has been tragic throughout history, where man and woman are initially separated from God. And that's not how he intended it to be. Yeah, you say here, Emmanuel, God with us, so much so that Scripture describes God's presence with them as walking in the garden in the cool of day, Genesis 3, 8. The concept of walking leisurely appears elsewhere in Scripture to picture the ordinary, straightforward, intimate relationship that can exist between God and individuals. When we have a relationship, the Father's presence, God with us, Emmanuel, Uh, means that everything he has is ours. In his presence is fullness of joy. Adam and Eve experienced Emmanuel. I I love that about what you said, Bruce, that, you know, oftentimes when we think Emmanuel, we're just thinking of Jesus's birth, but Jesus's birth is kind of a part of a continuum of God fighting to be with us, God's presence to be with us, to to redeem his creation. Is, Is that the way that you see the Emmanuel story being played out throughout scripture? Yes, of course. This is God's intent from the beginning. His intent was to always have his presence with us, God with us, to be in intimate relationship with us. And so when sin came into the world and death through sin, God, in his plan from the very beginning, you know, before time began, before the world began, his plan was to reconcile us to himself, to redeem us, to restore that relationship so that once again, we could forever have that God with us experience. 
so, you know, I like to say that eternal life, which is as Jesus defined it in John 17, 3, where he said, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Eternal life doesn't begin when you die. Eternal life and thus the presence of God in your life, that relationship with him, begins the moment you trust in the promised Messiah, Jesus Christ. And so you don't have to wait till you get to heaven to enjoy the presence of God. You can enjoy him in all of his fullness right now uh, as we grow in Christ and as we continue to be transformed into his image. If you're just tuning in, we are speaking with Bruce Scott. He is the program ministries director here at the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. Um, Bruce has been studying the scriptures for for many years. He has uh, been teaching and preaching in churches all around the country, all around the world. Uh, one of the great joys that I've had with Bruce is to be able to lead groups of, Israel, uh, of, of young adults to Israel to serve on our young adult ministry trip that we have, Origins. Um, and so we're talking about Bruce's recent article that he that he has in our Christmas issue of Israel, my glory, Emmanuel forever. Now, listen, if, if you're if, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I'd love to get my hands on this magazine, Israel, my glory. Uh, we have a great offer for you. We want to give you a one year free subscription to our award winning Christian magazine, Israel, my glory. And actually, you'll get this issue. They shall call him by his name, Emmanuel. You'll be able to read Bruce Scott's uh, great article that we're talking about right now, Emmanuel Forever, and so much more. You'll get a year-free subscription by simply going to foiradio.org, and there you can sign up. You'll get six issues of Israel, My Glory. It's a bi-monthly magazine. It's going to inform you on what's going on in the Middle East. What's going on in Israel right now is a lot of transitions are happening in the political world, especially as a lot of transitions are happening geopolitically in the Middle East. This is a great magazine to have because we don't look at it from the political perspective or the media perspective. Israel My Glory looks at what's going on around the world from a biblical perspective from a biblical worldview. So I want to encourage you to go to foiradio.org and there you can get your one-year free subscription of our award-winning magazine, Israel My Glory. Welcome back, everybody. We are speaking with Bruce Scott, Program Ministries Director here at the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We're talking about his most recent article, uh, Emmanuel Forever, from um, our Christmas issue of Israel, My Glory. Uh, Bruce, we're talking about this concept of Emmanuel, and I love what you say. You kind of define your thesis here for Emmanuel Forever is this. God came to be with us so that we might go to be with him. Why should this be an encouragement to our listeners this Christmas season? Your phrase there, God came to be with us so that we might go to be with him. I think as we look through scripture, God's intent and overall theme of scripture is to glorify himself. 
And of course, the primary ways that he has done that is by redeeming mankind, his compassion, his love for the world was ultimately demonstrated by sending his son. And his son was not just the Messiah in the flesh and and, and a human being. All of that is, is true. But he was also God in the flesh. And God, in his amazing and almost incomprehensible love for us, lowered himself to be with us so that he might, through that act of redemption and that sacrifice and that final atonement, taking away our sins on the cross and the victory through the resurrection and his uh, victorious and glorious ascension into heaven, where Jesus now sits at the right hand of his father, all of that was for the purpose so that we might be with him. So it's, it's more than just the story of a babe in a manger. It's a story of God who intended us to always be with him, made it possible so that we might go to be with him both now and forever. Yeah, you know, we've been looking at the Emmanuel in, in, in your article, and the thing that I love that you do is that you don't just focus on the manger scene. You focus on the full biblical perspective from Genesis to Revelation. And you might people might be thinking, what does Revelation uh, have to do with Emmanuel? What does Revelation have to do, you know, when they think Emmanuel, they think of the Christmas hymns and songs that we sing in church. But in your article, y- you seem to indicate that the biblical concept of Emmanuel isn't over. It's not just something from the Genesis account, which we looked at in the previous segment. It's not just the manger scene um, of Jesus's, uh, of the incarnation. It's not over. God with us is actually as as a promise for the future too. Can you explain the prophetic hope that we have in Emmanuel? Absolutely. What happened in the Garden of Eden And the intimacy that Adam and Eve had with God as they walked together in that garden, that's going to happen again for everyone who has put their faith in the promised Messiah, Yeshua, Jesus of Nazareth. Because in the book of Revelation, after Jesus reigns on the earth for a thousand years, he delivers the kingdom back over to the Father. It tells us in Revelation uh, chapter 21, verse 3, it says again, And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. So God brings it full circle. What he created and intended to be, he will restore it as he's accomplished the act through the work of Christ, through the cross, through the resurrection, through his ascension and his return, and ultimately in the eternal state, once again, full circle, all of those who trust Christ will experience Emmanuel. God will be with us, and together we'll be walking together in that garden once again in the cool of the day. 
Yeah, I love that because, you know, in Genesis chapter two, leading into Genesis chapter three, the fall, you see where everything kind of unravels after Adam and Eve's disobedience. You can see the pain. You can see the tears. You experience it. And, and the subsequent events that happen are full of, of despair. It's full of, of anger and the opposite of the character of, of who God is. And, and that Revelation chapter 21 passage that you read perfectly connecting this concept of God with us, that we will be with God, Emmanuel. I love how it, it, it undoes what happened at the curse in Genesis chapter three, when it says in verse four, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is what it will be like when Emmanuel happens. He will, in the future, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death will be no more. Neither neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The former things have passed away. That's, it's, Emmanuel isn't just a picture of the manger scene. It's a picture of God's ultimate plan to redeem his creation so that he could be with us. And he did that through the cross uh, when his son died on the cross. You know, Bruce, as, as we close our time together, can you give us an encouraging word about Christmas and, and our Emmanuel? Sure. What amazes me and continues to amaze me, Chris, is just to picture that first Christmas, that manger scene, uh, my wife and I just recently purchased a, a new nativity scene for our home for the Christmas season. And just the simplicity of thinking of a baby, a newborn baby lying in a manger. And, you know, we have all sorts of nostalgia and, and warm feelings about the, that scene and associated with Christmas. But just to think that in this very vulnerable small human being was wrapped up all of God's purposes and promises to reconcile human beings, his creation back to himself so that we could be with him once again. And in that little babe, it truly was God with us and the promises associated wrapped up in that child, that we will be with him and he will be with us forever. It's just a wonderful, wonderful assurance in these uh, difficult days in which we live. Bruce, I want to thank you for joining us. I, you know, if, if you want to read Bruce Scott's article, Emmanuel Forever, to get the full article of what he wrote about, which I highly encourage you to do, um, I, I want you to go to foiradio.org. There you can sign up if you don't already receive Israel My Glory. There you can sign up to receive your one-year free subscription. And, and, and while you're there, too, be sure to look around at our archives and all the wonderful things that we have for you at foiradio.org. Bruce, thank you so much for being with us, my friend. Thank you, Chris. It's always a joy. Thank you for joining us today. Chris, where are we headed next week? Everyone needs to come back next week. You know, we're going to have three of my Jewish friends and colleagues in studio. Steve Herzig, Mitch Treisman, and Larna Simcox. And we're going to be talking about what it was like growing up Jewish, uh, celebrating Hanukkah this Hanukkah season. Um, and so I think it's going to be interesting. You know what they say when you have three rabbis in a room, you often leave with four different opinions. Well, I don't even think I'm going to get a word in, Steve. So you're going to have to come back next week and take a listen. I can't wait to hear it.
Our host and teacher is Chris Katolka. Today's program was produced by Tom Gallion. Our theme music was composed and performed by Jeremy Strong, and I'm Steve Conover, executive producer. Our mailing address is FOI Radio PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. Again, that's FOI Radio PO Box 914, Belmar, New Jersey, 08099. And one last quick reminder to visit us at foiradio.org. The Friends of Israel Today is a production of the Friends of Israel Gospel Ministry. We are a worldwide evangelical ministry proclaiming biblical truth about Israel and the Messiah while bringing physical and spiritual comfort to the Jewish people.